Welcome to the Bad Preaching Podcast with Pastor Brad and Pastor Greg. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to the very first podcast for the Bad Preaching Podcast. And uh, this is Pastor Greg, and I have Pastor Brad here with me. And um, we were just talking about the Word of God. And uh, Brad, I'm going to get you to share with us uh, just a little bit about what we were talking about. I, I made the comment that we could we could spend the rest of our lives studying, preaching, teaching, proclaiming the Word of God and still not totally do it justice. Such uh, volumes of information and richness and nuggets and life, the living Word. Um, so speak about that a little bit, Pastor yeah, Brett. Absolutely. I think it's so fascinating how each one of us can pull something out of Scripture and it, it be true to the sense that it matches something in our walk with God. You know, like how uh, I might read a passage, we might both read the same passage, but maybe God reveals something to me within that passage or something sticks out more in, to me in that passage because that's part of my testimony. Like You can see part of your testimony in Scripture or part of your walk with God in Scripture and then when we come together and speak, we're able to share that with one another. We get to share what God has done in our own life, but we also get to look at the truth in Scripture, where this is the living Word that it's, it's able to come and enlighten us and uh, reveal, and his, his Word is constantly still doing new things and doing new works. That's good, That's good stuff. And it really reminds me, Pastor Brad, of, of Sunday's sermon. Um, the title of the sermon, Brad, was supposed to be um, Holy Spirit, help me uh, with the truth, or, or so help me, Holy Spirit. I'm trying to remember, but I preached it, but I never used the title. And uh, I, I was trying to use a courtroom as part of the uh, analogy, and I was going to say, you know how the witnesses are sworn in. They yeah. say, so help me God. And so the title was going to be Truth, so help me. That, that, here's what it is. Okay. Truth, so help me, Holy Spirit. Yeah, and in my cleverness, but in my cleverness, I forgot to even mention the title yes. <laughs> on Sunday. But um, it, what you're talking about—the living word, the uh, applicable word, the the word that meets us wherever we are, in every circumstance, in every place in life—and speaks to us in different ways at different times. But it's mm. always what we need. Yeah, and um, it reminds me of the sermon because we we started by saying, "What is truth?" Where is truth, mm-hmm. and 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 where do we find truth? How do we def- define truth? And I, I wanted to ask you, Brad, um, having just come from the campus of university, you know, spending four years at a university, and uh, your age group, generation, etc. What do you see in regards to to your generation, your peers, in regards to the truth? I would say it's definitely. Muddy water. Muddy water. <laughs> in today's yeah. culture. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've, I think a lot of people point to different things as being truth in today's culture. Yeah. Um, and we've kind of lost sight at what and who truth really is, you know? Right, so, right. Um, if I come from the university, I was at a Christian university, so it wasn't as bad. But mm-hmm. even there, uh, you have a lot of... We've, we've, co- we've gone away from Scripture. We've gone away from uh, in t- biblical studies and understanding scripture and um, getting into the actual word, the the meat of the word, and um, instead I feel like we've kind of gone on feeling 
that that sense of I feel this way or mm-hmm. I feel that way, mm-hmm. and so uh, feelings you, can get us in trouble. It, they can absolutely, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it you you become blinded and you can mm-hmm. you can be uh, just fall into deception really with whatever comes your way because there's not a rock that you're standing, there's not a foundation that you have. Right. That truth is supposed to be that foundation that the Word of God gives you a foundation to stand on. And yeah. so when you hear something, you can decide, is this good or is it not good? Right. Is, this, is this of God or is this not of God? And, and when you lose that foundation, it, it gets shaky. Yeah, yeah. What generation? Are you Generation Z? I always get lost with this. <laughs> I do. I've um, been doing a lot of reading though. I'm, I'm listening like right on the tail end. Right at the um, tail end of. I think I'm right outside the millennials. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, what do you feel? Uh, how old are you? I'm 23, about to be 24. 23, 24. Um, your peer group, those you've been around, let's say in the public schools and mm-hmm. growing up, etc. Um, do you feel that there's a lot of big biblical literacy with them? Are there a lot of those in your generation that have really not had any biblical training, Sunday school, or even weekly church? Um, what What do you see? Uh, there, there's definitely a mix for sure. Uh-huh. Um, I, I think as a culture, like as a whole, we're pretty biblically illiterate, I mm-hmm. would say. Um, yeah. Like even preparing sermons and stuff, you really do have to kind of go at it, at it at a standpoint as if, no one's heard it yeah, um, to, right, to right. really preach and teach it well mm-hmm. um, in we today's can't culture. Ass- we can't assume yeah. anything any longer as, as preachers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, because you really don't know what that background is right. biblically, and you right. just building that foundation. I think one of the tough things is even uh, kind of the idea of culture and um, TV and different analogies or different references that are made whether it be in song or movies um it, it's kind of gotten twisted in some in some senses you'll, you'll be going through a story mm-hmm. and you can kind of lose track of the actual truth just because of storytelling or if it was displayed this way in a movie or if uh an artist of some song referenced a scripture and they, they didn't give the full picture or in context it, yeah it kind of right. got screwed right. so i, I think right. I think you kind of see that in at least in at least in my generation, um, and again it goes back to the whole idea of like I, I really feel like that water's been muddy, just yeah. in the sense that what is truth like you, you can lose truth? track and right. if if someone speaks confidently, it kind of you can kind of put a trust in that person and mm-hmm. not fully understand what that they're going off of the truth or they're getting it out of out of reach of it. Um, and that's why it's so important to really get into it and find it for yourself, get right. into the word yourself. Well, because our our main influences of, like, say, your generation and other generations mm-hmm. and even older adults now, the main influences have not been biblical influences yeah. or biblical institutions like the church anymore, like it was. Mm-hmm. Entertainment, government, education, um, all of those are having tremendous influence on people. Absolutely. Um, but we need to get back to the truth from the Word of God. And to tie that to our uh, podcast, <laughs> Bad Preaching Podcast, yeah. I would say bad preaching is using cliches yeah. and referencing things without explaining them. Mm. And um, we've all been guilty of that. I've been guilty of that. But cliches are our sayings that we, we like even those things that fire up the crowd, that fire up the base, 
are not necessarily the most effective things in preaching any longer. We have a limited amount of time and a limited amount of, of time to communicate mm -hmm. and large volumes to communicate. So um, our time is very important. And yeah. what we say and how we say it and explaining and teaching, I think now more than ever teaching needs to be intermingled with our preaching Absolutely. because of the things you're describing. Yeah. I think it goes with the authenticity mm -hmm. of the word. Like yes. In yes. today's culture, uh, one of the popular things to do is get something graded, like in the sense of mm -hmm. a playing card or if you have a jersey or different things like that. You can get these objects graded and they tell you it, it increases the value of that card. Like it, it's a scale of 1 to 10. And so let's say you take in a player card, like a baseball card or something like that. If that's mint condition, it's, an, it's a 10, the authenticity is a 10, it goes all the way up to like, you can get max value like mm -hmm. for your dollar on that. Mm -hmm. I think it's really the same thing with truth and the word that the more authentic, the more we stick to the word of God and just let God speak through the word. Right, right. That the authenticity goes up. Right. And it really increases the value of what's being what's being said, what's being preached, because it's pointing back to scripture, which yes. is pointing back to truth. Yes, word. The word word centered. Yeah. Everything we teach, everything we preach, and saturate it with the word mm. and the power of the word. That that's really good stuff, Brad. I can't believe it, but we're up at our first break from our first ever podcast, Pastor Brad. So we will be right back after this break, and we will cover the three main points quickly of Sunday's sermon. If, if Brad's okay with that. Oh, yeah, we're okay, sounds good. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Josie. We hope you are enjoying this episode of the Bad Preaching Podcast. Please join Pastor Brad and Pastor Greg each week and enjoy the discussion. Find our weekly sermons on Facebook or YouTube. Just search Nortonsville Church of God. Or visit our website for a podcast recording of each sermon at nortonsvillecog.com. Well, welcome back. Uh, this is the Bad Preaching Podcast, Pastor Greg, Pastor Brad, and this is our first ever podcast, so we were just taking a break and um, reflecting on how the first part went, but we're really enjoying this. I, I liked something that, that Pastor Brad said in the last segment uh, about authenticity, and I found the definition of authentic. Authentic is of undisputed origin, of undisputed origin. So you cannot argue the beginning uh, or the originality of something that is authentic. And I think when we, I don't think, I know, yeah. <laughs> when we look at God's Word as the truth and the, the source of all truth, all truth originates from the Word of God. Mm -hmm. It makes us have a found or causes us to have a foundation to live our lives on and that that gives such stability in our lives and our society uh, authentic of undisputed origin god himself gave us the word of god the bible talks about the holy spirit inspiring men of old to pen the words and the bible is a book that contains 66 books written over the course of hundreds of years yet without contradiction and it is powerful and lively and more relevant today than it has ever been. Uh, the other part of that definition of authentic was genuine. And I think, Brad, you, you talked to that some in the last segment of the Word of God meets us right where we are and is so genuine, if you will, mm -hmm. to whatever place we find ourselves in life and can speak to one person who is genuinely hurting 
and can speak to another person who is genuinely joyful. So uh, you want to add anything on authentic, Pastor Brett? Yeah, I, I love what you just said with all of that. We're just talking about this idea of the origin and getting into the definition of that really does point back to just how solid our truth is that when we, when we point back to this, all the different authors, the um, influence of the Holy Spirit, how he influenced his will in the words that were written so it would be this living word that we can point back to even thousands of years later. We're, we're still pointing back to this, these words that were written back then, and they still hold just as true today as they did back then. Yes. And they will forever. Like, forever. Even, yeah, forever. Amen. That's a powerful thought. Mm. I wish more people understood that and embraced that. And in a society that you, you referenced it in the first segment, that unfortunately is more biblically illiterate than biblically literate. Yeah. In a society like that, uh, it's our job as pastors and proclaimers of the word to teach and preach the word clearly, communicate the word clearly, because more people need to understand that there is truth. But truth is good, and the mm -hmm. Bible tells us you know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Yeah. So um, I digress here a second, or I go off and exit here, Brad. <laughs> Uh, rabbit trail, I don't know. Yeah. That's one thing that's neat about our podcast. You know, in preaching, uh, bad preaching would be going off on a rabbit trail, I guess. Yeah. And I'm sure I do that from time to time. <laughs> but uh, in the podcast, we're more conversational. And you mentioned the generation, or I mentioned the generations yeah. in the last segment. Yeah. And so over the break, I found a list. I thought this was neat of the generations, or at least some of the generations. You go back to 1883 there was what was called the lost generation how would you have liked to have been part of the lost <laughs> generation uh, but that led to 1901 to 1924 was the greatest generation and 1925 through 1945 those born between those years were considered the silent generation and then probably one of the generations that is mentioned the most is the baby boomers, and they were born from 1946 to 1964, the baby boomer generation. Then you have Generation X, and then Generation Y, which are the millennials. And I believe we will decide this now. Brad will figure it out. You you knew it already. That's your generation, right? Okay. Generation Y, the millennials, born 1981 through 1996. Okay. So you were no, born... 98. 98. See, okay, so that would put you, according to this list, Pastor Brad, on the very beginning of Generation Z. Okay. But, you know, those things can, they're kind of margin of error when yeah. a generation starts, when a generation ends. Because I have tried to <laughs> fudge a little bit and say <laughs> I'm close enough to be a millennial because yeah. I'm 1979. Okay. This list has 1981 as, as the birth but I have seen some that say 1980. So I think, you know, yeah. 1979 is not that far away. So yeah. I have tried to say I'm at the beginning of the millennials. But you're either at the very end of the millennials or the very beginning of Generation Z. Yeah. And um, there's a new generation born 2013 on up past now till 2025 that, that is being and will be labeled Generation Alpha. But I bring up all those. That, that would be a good podcast in itself sometime yeah. to maybe explore the generations and to see how they felt and where they stood biblically mm -hmm. and the biblical literacy of those generations, the standards of those generations, how their walk with God affected future generations. That would be a really cool podcast. Yeah. 
Um, but for our purposes, um, it just it's just interesting to think about the current generations right now, um, Generation Y, Generation Z, Generation Alpha, and are they getting the truth of God's Word? Um, there's so much competition for their minds and their hearts, and they carry phones with them, and they can access all the entertainment and all the information they could ever want in a, in a second. But I wonder how much of the Word of God is getting into their hearts. Mm -hmm. uh, do you want to speak to that any as a youth pastor? Even uh, I know that's your heart yeah. to see the Word of God planted deeply into their hearts and minds as teenagers and, and even younger. Yeah, I think music, any avenue that you can have, like YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, all these different areas really do affect what we're taking in, this idea of intake. Uh, is, is there any biblical scripture? Is there any biblical truth coming in through those avenues? Uh, I think as a generation, we're really going to have to start pioneering, start navigating those those avenues of how can we spread the gospel in new ways because the truth stays the same, yeah. but the way that we share it and the way that we can spread it does yes. change. Yes. Like you, you watch how technology, all the way back to the railroads, you know right. how railroads right. allow people to actually start sending things farther, mm -hmm. larger quantities, right. and then right. allow people to actually start exploring because the ways weren't as dangerous. Well, now it's with social media yes. and the, things like this podcast, or That's right. you can have videos that you can upload, and it really comes down to the whole idea. We come, we find out James, the power of the tongue. Do mm -hmm. I speak life or do I speak death? in whatever area of life it is, whether it's face-to-face -face interaction, if, if I'm behind a computer screen, am I still giving that same, what power am I giving? Am I giving the power of life to people or am I giving power of death and bringing people down? And so I think as we go and, and teach and preach the word, it's important to remember that there's more ways to, to reach people and, and to really share the love of God with other people through those ways. It's good, it's good. We need to, to use every available means and medium and yeah. advancements and technology to proclaim the truth. Yeah. Because the world is certainly using everything to undermine the truth, mm. right? Those are great points, Brad. I guess we're down to about two minutes left in the podcast, so I guess mm -hmm. we should hit some of the points from the sermon. Yeah. Uh, before, Sounds Since this good. is the Bad Preaching Podcast, and one, one of our goals each week is to review the, the Sunday sermon, but... At the beginning of the sermon, I asked the question, uh, what is truth? Where do we find truth? How do we define truth? And then, unfortunately, I stated truth is being redefined. Truth is being undermined. Truth is being disregarded. But ultimately, no, we know God is truth. God's word is truth. But it made me think about a courtroom, Brad. And, mm -hmm. and I thought, what would it be like if we would put the Holy Spirit on the witness stand? And uh, Jesus said in John 16, 13, However, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. And when you continue reading that passage, basically he's saying he will hear what the Father says, he will hear what Christ says, and he will relay it to us. And so I thought the Holy Spirit is a powerful witness of the truth. Mm -hmm. And in the sermon we talked about how he was with God, even moved across the waters at creation, he is the witness of truth. He is the witness of creation of man. He is the witness. He was there when God created woman out of man. He was the, the witness when God instituted the, the beautiful institution of marriage uh, with a man and a woman. And, and he was a witness when Christ came upon this earth. 
and I got into you know all of those things. But we closed with a little couple stories about a duck family and Emily's road trip of her driving uh, with with floodwaters on each side of the road. And you, you guys can reference back and hear those stories on the on the sermons on Facebook or on the podcast uh, from the sermon. But I closed with the scriptures from Isaiah 43, 1 and 2. And, you know, using those stories, I talk basically, we're surrounded by danger and the dangers of the undermining of the truth. And we are on the straight and narrow path that leads. As Christians, we are on the straight and narrow path that leads to life eternal. And we don't have to fear when we trust God, when we trust God's truth. Even though the waters may surround us, we can stay on that straight and narrow and keep moving and keep following truth and build our lives upon truth. And so I closed with the scripture from Isaiah 43, 1 and 2. But now thus says the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name, thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. Through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. So God's truth will guide us through this world on this straight and narrow path that leads us to life eternal. We can stand upon his word. We can be guided by the Holy Spirit, who Jesus called the Spirit of Truth. And that's the sermon in a nutshell. But I have really enjoyed our conversation today, Pastor Brad. And yeah. We're at about 22 minutes. Our goal was 20 minutes. So just like any good sermon, we've gone over <laughs> uh, on the Bad Preaching Podcast. But Brad, since we're already over, let me give you the last word and you close us out, please. Okay. So once we hear the truth, we know that we can trust the truth when, when we learn about this authenticity. But I think one thing we have to ask ourselves beyond even the how do we find truth, how do we define truth, once we figure that out and hear you even say that truth is being redefined, undermined and disregarded truth is finalized settled defined by god god's word is truth and when we come to that understanding when we come to that conclusion the next part that we have to ask ourselves is what do i do now what do i do i take this how do i take this next step of obedience because it's not enough to just hear the truth but then we have to live out the truth That's good good great point to end on we hope you've enjoyed our first episode of the bad preaching podcast Thanks for listening today. Join us next week on the Bad Preaching <laughs> Podcast. <laughs>